We're here in the coppice in midwinter. Winter is the dead time. The land is stripped down to its skeleton and only the evergreens flesh out the bones. As life retreats into the earth, we too are drawn back into our bodies. This is essential for descent, for the body is the vessel of the unconscious. All that we do not want to face in ourselves is held in the body, hidden from the inquiring light of the mind, hidden even from the feeling heart. Whilst you're listening to this, hopefully you're outside, you can go for a walk and start to take some deep meditative breaths. We hold stress in our body and we can breathe in, breathe in the fresh winter air and when we breathe out, let go of that stress, release, find a releasing in that walking, breathing in and letting go. Another way to let go of stress if you're inside is through visualisation. So lying by a fire or under a blanket. Imagine yourself at the entrance to a cave. What can you see? What can you hear? What can you feel? Now call for a guide to come to you. If one does not come, step into that cave and call again. You may be surprised at who or what arrives. You may be, it may be a person, an animal, a spirit or anything at all. Let them lead you down into the cave and see what is there for you. The guide is often in some way connected to the purpose of your descent. Returning to the body isn't always easy. We spend so much of our life in our minds that we tend to become resident there and forget that there's anywhere else we can be. Especially during December when it's dark and now in early January when we've been told to stay inside and lock down. It's probably hard to focus on those deep feelings that we hold inside. Relaxing by the fire, we can glow like embers smouldering in winter's hearth. Movement Stillness, touch and feelings, these are our doorways back into the body. And of course, being outside in Thorncombe Woods. Here's our Mr Hardy reading his poem, The Darkling Thrush. I leant upon a coppice gate when frost was spectre grey and winter's dregs made desolate the weakening eye of day. The tangled bind stems scored the sky like strings of broken lyres and all mankind that haunted nigh had sought their household fires. The land's sharp features seemed to be the century's corpse outlent his crypt, the cloudy canopy, the wind, his death lament. The ancient pulse of germ and birth was shrunken hard and dry, and every spirit upon earth seemed fervorless as I. At once a voice arose among the bleak twigs overhead in a full-hearted even song of joy illimited. 
An aged thrush, frail, gaunt and small, in blast beruffled plume, had chosen thus to fling his soul upon the growing gloom. So little cause for carolings of such ecstatic sound was written on terrestrial things, afar or nigh around, that I could think there trembled through his happy good-night air some blessed hope whereof he knew and I was unaware.